Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Friday Eve. AmericansForProsperity.org is where you find Americans for Prosperity online. Click the uh, pull-down menu and choose the state where Americans for Prosperity is uh, have have a chapter, and there's multiple states, including Ohio. And joining us from Ohio chapter for Americans for Prosperity, welcome back to the 55 KRC Morning Show. It's always a pleasure to welcome Donovan O'Neill. Donovan, good to hear from you again today. Hey, Brian, always good to be with you. And haven't we been down this road before? But it sounds so good, Donovan. Protect Ohio businesses, workers, and consumers. House Bill 205, the Protect Ohio Workers Bill. Well, it's got a pretty name, Donovan, so that means it needs to be passed because because it's going to protect us, right? <laughs> Well, we have been down this road before, Brian, for your for your loyal listeners. I was on, I think, back in December of last year during what we call the lame duck session here at the State House, where this nasty little bill was uh, then known as HB 235, trying to work its way through the process. But I don't know if you're familiar with the concept of zombie bills. This one is the baddest of zombie bills. It just won't go away. It just won't die. And uh, it's back from the dead and moving fast. Well, let me ask, before we dive into the details of this and how harmful it will be for Ohio workers, um, they've taken bites at the apple before. You mentioned it being the zombie bill. It's always around. Who keeps advancing it and who's behind it? Because last time I checked on it, and I'm imagining this is not a bill that traditional, normal, run-of-the-mill, regular, free enterprise Republicans would be behind. And again, we'll get to the details in a moment. But So with Ohio and Columbus dominated by Republicans with a pretty sizable majority, the Democrats can't go anywhere. So does this suggest, your comments suggest, that some Republicans are embracing this as well? Not just embracing it, Brian, uh, carrying the water for it on behalf of the Affiliated Construction Trades of Ohio. It's an organized labor bill. It's not unique to Ohio. They've run similar bills in Minnesota, a very blue state, huh? Illinois, a very blue state, huh. California, a super blue state, right? Um but here in Ohio, they're, they're trying to break that red wall and pass this legislation uh, by, by misleading Republicans. Um, and, and in some cases, Brian, I got to say it, I, I think these Republicans are, are turning a blind eye uh, in order to keep the uh, keep union uh, uh, favor uh, happy with with some of these members. But it's it's a bad bill all around. Wow. So that union money is still a fat bank, and it just in, a, in, a, in an all-red state, the union money is still there to support some candidates, and they want that money, so they're willing to turn their back on free market principles just to get the union money. Hmm. Wow. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's pervasive. Um, you know, and, and, and everybody's entitled, right, to contribute to the candidates that they think are going to best advance their issues and candidates, right, um, are you know, have those campaign contributions to make, make an impact. Um, but, uh, it, it would be, um, it'd be deceiving to say that, 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 that union influence in this doesn't play a role. It's they, that for some of the folks who are co-sponsors of this bill, there are significant amounts of campaign contributions made. And again, it's because the unions know that those legislators are going to advance their interests in the state house. Uh, compared to the free market uh, legislators who who would, who understand what this legislation is for what it really is and look the other way uh, or, or don't look the other way. They say, no, 
take this take this bill somewhere else. It doesn't belong in a conservative state like Ohio. Well, House Bill 205, as I understand it, goes it targets Ohio refineries. And what what specifically does it do that is so nefarious in this bill, Donovan? Well, it puts a so what it does is it puts a labor uh, mandate on uh, the four, on Ohio's refineries, of which in the state we have four. And what it would say is, so what these refineries do, right, is they need to keep running, keep making oil because we have energy demands in this country, and we're 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 pushing back against the the in the global energy marketplace to increase our domestic energy production. And so as these refineries um, have these turnaround projects, right, or they need to get kind of a, an influx of workers to come on site and get um, construction projects done, refittings done. Um, Historically, they're able to go find that labor wherever the market can provide it, as you do in a free society like the United States of America. What 205 would do, though, is it would say, no, no, no. You have to have you can only bring people on the site to do the job of these certain types of qualifications, skills. And by the way, it's a bit of a nasty bit of xenophobia here, have to be able to speak English. And huh. They, they they're forcing folk these these refineries to to pull this labor from very focused areas, which by the way, following the thread here, really can only come from organized labor training halls, union training halls, right? And uh, it's going to drive up the cost of that uh, of those turnaround jobs. It's going to make it harder to find the people to get those turnaround jobs accomplished. And at the end of the day, Americans who are already paying double their energy bills here in the state of Ohio. Seeing their energy prices going higher uh, should bill like this be enacted. Well, and let me suggest, given there is a uh, paucity shortage of workers out there in the world, generally speaking, um, what happens if there aren't enough trained people, at least insofar as this bill is concerned, House Bill 205, people who meet the criteria in the state of Ohio? Does that mean we're going to be importing union workers from other states, he asked, almost rhetorically? (laughs) Absolutely. I I think that's the concern, right, is that you know, they, they, the, the sponsors of this bill, uh, the, the advocates for this bill would say, no, this is going to make more Ohioans available to do these jobs. But the reality is, is we already have worker shortages in this country, in this state. I think the lieutenant governor was on your show not too long ago talking about the yes. number of jobs that are available in OhioMeansJobs.com. The, 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 um, the, the skilled labor that, that they're asking for in this bill to be able to do that job, it, it probably doesn't exist in the state, and what it would do is, as you're saying, require folks from other states to come in. And so it, it totally refutes one of the key points that the sponsors and advocates for this bill make, which is we need to make sure that this Ohio-made energy is made by Ohioans. Um, and in a lot of cases today it is, um, but what they would do is most certainly uh, force us to, to be in a situation where, where more folks come in from out of state. Um, uh, but not only that, but they come in out of state at a higher rate, um, and, and cost uh, for, for producing the energy and accomplishing the jobs that need to get done on these refineries. All right. I want to pause for a moment and bring you back because I'm wondering what specific uh, catastrophic problems, the pervasive problems and the death and dismemberment and all the horrors of the world that this bill is designed to protect, how many illustrations do they have of that going on that requires this bill to even pass in the first instance? That and more with Donovan O'Neill for Americans for Prosperity, americansforprosperity.org. We'll be right back with more. Uh, quick word, though, for my good friends at Foreign Exchange, and I do consider them good friends. Austin, here at 55Care CD Talk Station, always looking out for our best interests here in the state of Ohio, Americans for Prosperity, but also nationally. Again, americansforprosperity.org. And returning this morning, Donovan O'Neill from Americans for Prosperity's Ohio chapter. Talk about this Protect Ohio Workers Bill, which is 
you know, frankly, uh, a lie because it only is going to protect union folks in the state of Ohio, requiring certain standards for those working in the petroleum industry. Uh, micromanaging business is what I call it. But all in the name of safety, right, Donovan? It's we got to get these people that are specially trained and only they can do this job safely. And it's all about protecting workers. Uh, how many catastrophic injuries, how many dead workers do we have because they failed to meet these standards that a HB, or the HB 205 would require, Donovan? Well, here in Ohio, you know, there was um, proponent testimony for this legislation yesterday in the House Homeland Security Committee where this where this bill uh, is being heard, um, where they, they shared about an incident that did happen uh, in, in Toledo where, where two young men were uh, lost their lives uh, due to an incident on the on the refinery site. Um, tragic, uh, not something you, know, you ever want to hear about. Um, the situation, though, you know, that's that's the situation in Ohio. Um, but what I you know, when you look around the state and around the country at the other states where they're they're advancing this legislation. And I got to believe that really what they're looking for is is passing this legislation um, uh, on the on the heels of a crisis or a tragedy. Because in Minnesota, if I'm not mistaken, the, the incident up there was a lot less uh, tragic, uh, but it was uh, you know about 20,000 gallons of hot asphalt. And uh, yet two contractors went to the hospital. But. You know, the, the arguments that the proponents would, would tell you is that, yes, um, you know, every day people's lives are, are on the line and they're working in incre- incredibly unsafe, uh, unhealthy environments uh, yeah. for, for anyone. But, but you know, these, these facilities are, are highly regulated by the federal government. They have OSHA safety standards that have to be complied with already. Um, and and in, in many cases, I believe actually the cases with all four of these facilities, the full-time workforce that 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 is there, not these, not the not the folks who come in to help with the turns, but the full-time workforce there is all union. I believe they're all represented by unions, and so they already have that. You know, if the unions have this higher standard of of a work environment, so-called work environment, um, those folks are already there day in and day out. Uh, I think what it comes down to, though, is 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 that you have union workers who then work next to non-union workers. And they want to try to unionize the whole the whole operation and get the whole pie, and um, it's it's just not going to work. Well, uh, just because there was a tragedy, and I'm not discounting the, the that there was a tragedy in this environment, but that does not immediately translate to if you had someone there that had this specific training, that tragedy wouldn't have happened. Is there a proximate connection between that particular accident or any of them they're referring to and the lack of training as being responsible for the underlying injury? Well, I think that's something that the, that's something that's being investigated by the federal government, by OSHA, right? Like when any yeah. of these things happen. But I think you're right, right? There are jobs that have a higher um, incident rate, right? You're just working in a more dangerous environment. Right. Uh, lawyers' biggest threat is that they're going to get a paper cut. Uh, someone working <laughs> in the oil industry is you're working around a highly flammable product. Uh, but you make those calculated decisions, right, as an individual impl- worker and, and where you feel that, that, that your talent, your labor, and your work can can best benefit society. And, and um, you know, we want to make these things as safe as possible. But also say this, the refineries have a have a motive to keep these environments safe. Yeah, Anytime profit. they're down, <laughs> we're dealing with, with a lack of production is, is quite frankly, money not being made in the marketplace. And so they want they need these places to be safe, not only because they they're just good people who do care about their workers, but also um, because uh, at the end of the day, it, it affects their bottom line if a facility has to go offline for well, uh, repairs. 
Donovan, let's also not uh, escape or uh, ignore the giant reality that's looming, which is that they face liability as a consequence of their negligence. I mean, they can face civil liability and maybe even criminal liability, uh, which would open them up to potentially you know millions of dollars in damages should the neighborhood or the environment or the community get impacted by this because of their, well, tortious conduct. Well, yeah, right. Like, And that's, that's part of the head scratcher on this one is – the, the, the rules are already in place, right? If you have an unsafe work environment, that's why we have uh, federal agency of OSHA. Yeah. That's why we have EPA involved in a lot of this stuff. It's, it's why we have um, uh, safety coordinators on sites, right? Like all of the mechanisms are, are in place to, to ensure that it's a, that, that folks are in as, as healthy and safe a workplaces as possible. Um, and unfortunately incidents will happen. And, and when incidents yeah. happen, yeah. You better believe that there are protected industry and interests that go looking for ways to capitalize on those to advance their own own policy agendas, and that's what they're doing with 205. Never let a good crisis go to race waste, right, Donovan? Well, and it's interesting. That's what it is at the end of the day. As, as I'm hearing you talk about this, and I just I think, well, you know, if we only just had a law on the books, that none of this would happen. Like, for example, gun violence. You know, if 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 it was only you know illegal for felons to carry guns, and they wouldn't be any felons carrying guns anymore. And oh gosh, I guess they don't listen to that. Uh, you can't just legislate magically the disappearance of tragedies. You can't eradicate risk in the world and. Uh, again, like you point out, when every time something happens like this, somebody's going to use it to try to work to their advantage. In this particular case, it's the union interest. How important, as we part company Donovan, how important are the Blue 22, those sort of uh, turncoat Republicans who voted for the Democrats' choice of speaker? Are they the ones, uh, part of the coalition that's behind this, like, for example, Gene Schmidt? Well, yeah, they're, 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 they certainly are. Um, um, they're, but, but this thing cuts this thing cuts all ways. Unfortunately, you know, Phil Plummer, who was um, a, a member of the Mer- so-called Merit Caucus, right, uh, is a co-sponsor along with DJ Swearingen, who is very uh, close with uh, with Speaker Stevens. Um, it, 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 the, the unfortunate reality is, is this isn't just a, a symptom of the Blue 22. I got to tell you, it, it just cuts across um, huh. the Republican Caucus and the Democrat Caucus, and it's really driven, if you take a, take a take a close look there it's driven by um um uh, requests from the organized labor uh machine in the state of ohio and they're they're either you know for for seasoned representatives they're they're twisting arms and putting that pressure on and for less seasoned representatives freshman members they're finding local crises that have happened in their own backyards and they're preying on those to say this is why we need this so that we can prevent future incidents from happening Mm. but you also one other point i want to make here you know you never hear about good bills moving fast, right, Brian? True. Backpack bill doesn't move fast. Uh, tax cuts don't move fast. It takes three sessions, six years to, to put some good deregulation policy into place. But bills like House Bill 205 get introduced um, and, and, with, and, and move very rapidly through the process. Yeah, it was days and weeks. Well, you're reporting. The process. Uh, yeah, your reporting on this uh, reflects that the bill was introduced last Tuesday, already for, referred to and heard in the House Homeland Security Committee on Wednesday. I mean, 24 hours. That, that's just that's not heard of unless, for example, like you said, they're doing this in a stealthy way to try to get it through without anybody paying attention. Absolutely. Well, usually you send out co-sponsorship requests. So some members only first heard about this bill by talking to us oh, uh, when we said, hey, did you hear that this was introduced? Usually you send out a, a invite for anybody in the General Assembly who wants to be a co-sponsor on a bill. You don't have to, but usually that's the general practice. 
In this case, they went and handpicked members to be co-sponsors of this bill to build up a wall of support to be able to try to move this thing out of committee and through the House, which, by the way, I believe every member of the House Homeland Security Committee, which is an odd committee for an energy and labor bill, right, Brian? Mm -hmm. The House Homeland Security Committee, I think all members, if I'm not mistaken, are co-sponsors of this bill. So already the deck has been stacked in favor to move this thing out of committee and send it to the floor of the Ohio House. It's just bad politics it's bad politics it's it's it stinks to high heaven and donovan o'neill i guess a call to action for my listeners is in order we should get in touch with our elected officials here in ohio and tell them say hell no on house bill 205 absolutely contact your state representatives and let them know that uh, of course you can always visit our website uh, americasforprosperity.org buckeyeblueprint.com but uh, you know this is one where it's moving fast and folks really just need to make that call to their representative and say well no on 205 No on 205. Simple assignment, listeners. The more people we can get to call and reach out to our elected officials, the more likely we'll maintain some potentially competitive advantage here in the state of Ohio, which this, of course, will not provide. Donovan O'Neill of Americans for Prosperity, it's always a great pleasure having you on the show. I appreciate you bringing this kind of thing to our listeners' attention, as well as the attention of our elected officials. Frightening stuff, my friend. (laughs) I'll look look forward to another conversation with you real soon between now and then. Best of health to you and to everybody at Americans for Prosperity. Thanks, Brian. Take care. Anytime. USA Insulation, a fantastic product I can recommend to you without any res. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.